Hello and welcome to another edition of Talk Hockey Radio, The Interviews. This week we have with us some very special guests, the people behind Clubhouse Hockey. Now, if you're wondering who they were, how they got the app together, um, this is it. And this is our chance to find out. So, welcome Sergio, welcome Jonas. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited to uh, sort of like see how this happened and, and how the app sort of like came about. So, thank you for joining me. And welcome. Thank you. Thanks, such, a, such a pleasure to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure's all mine. Pleasure's all mine. <laughs> yeah. Happy to be here. And uh, yeah, looking forward to discuss about Clubhouse and uh, yeah, hopefully hockey also more uh, in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so first of all, do you, do you both play hockey? So uh, I have played hockey uh, for a long time. Uh, I'm born Dutch. So obviously that's uh, how I, I uh, yeah, let's say started to play hockey. But I moved to Switzerland actually at uh, age four. This is where I started playing. Um, in Switzerland, you pretty much only have Dutch or German people playing hockey. It's yeah. more <laughs> a foreigner sport. So no, yeah, I've, I've played hockey for um, yeah since I was four. Uh, I've played with the Swiss national teams, and I've played a couple years in Germany uh, in the Bundesliga. One year at Mannheim and one year at uh, Hamburger Polo Club. Uh, after those two years, I decided to move back to Switzerland. I'm currently not playing hockey anymore. But as you'll understand, still very much involved because, yeah, hockey, hockey is what I love. And, um, yeah, very much plan to stay involved in the sport. So you could say my involvement has changed from playing hockey to now, yeah, doing different things, but still still around the sport. So, yeah, Jonas, it, why, why don't you play? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I wonder a little bit myself. Um, so I've played those two years in Germany and... Um, Obviously, hockey is very different in Germany than it is in Switzerland. And I think moving back to Switzerland was kind of a big setback uh, in terms of hockey. Moving from, let's say, a more um, professional, maybe serious or developed side of the game to back to a very underdeveloped uh, country in terms of hockey. And I think, yeah, playing in Switzerland, I started to get more frustration maybe out of playing hockey than, than I had fun. And with the um, coronavirus crisis, I started to question if I like still want to keep playing. So I wouldn't say I've definitely quit hockey, but for now, at least uh, it's a break. <laughs> for, for me, it's very curious that uh, the two of us, me, uh, is kind of a similar story in the term that I've been playing for 11 years, 10 years. And since the pandemic, more or less, I started questioning if I liked so much the competition and to be all day in the field, like coaching kids, me, myself coaching. So yeah, this this year I decided as well, since I don't have time because I'm doing plenty other things. I have a job, I'm doing a master, I have clubhouse hockey. This year was like, okay, it's time consuming at a level that I cannot do it. But yeah, same as Jonas, it's not a goodbye. So I'll see you soon, probably. <laughs> so you, you, how, how long you've been playing for? Eleven years, then. So how, when did you start? Yeah, I remember when I was ten. Actually, it's a, it's a funny story because I, I think I, I watched a, a karate film or something like that in which a, a kid played karate and, and doing oh. like martial arts. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I wanted to do karate, and I asked my, my mother if that was an activity that my high school was doing. Yeah. And I remember that I, I tried to to get in, but there was not enough people to play. So at, at some point she told me, hey, but there's this thing called field hockey happening because Spain is not the biggest uh, field hockey country. It's, it's not, it's not uh, the smallest, but still. So I didn't have a clue about what, what that field hockey thing was. I tried it and she told me, hey, if you don't like it, you can quit after a few months. It's okay, you just try a new thing. And yeah. Here I am. 
<laughs> so you wanted to do karate, but you then went over to do hockey. <laughs> hey, maybe you had a clubhouse karate. <laughs> did that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's probably some up for the future then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so yeah, thanks for thanks for that. I mean, it's quite interesting how how you are kind of involved in hockey, but not involved in hockey now. But hopefully you'll you'll get back into it. Fingers crossed. I think we're all the same everywhere, really. People have not been doing a lot of hockey because of the pandemic, and hopefully they'll get back. There's there's lots of people who haven't been playing for a while and and are getting back. So you know, yeah. get back in there, boys. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure uh, you'll be quite beneficial for whichever club you play for. <laughs> so about clubhouse hockey. So um, this is what we're here for. So tell us how how it came about, how the conception of, of, of clubhouse hockey came about. I mean, any one of you can, you know, answer this question and maybe let's have a, a bit of a discussion on it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yes, go on, Sergio. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's funny how this came about to be because it's not like at some point we created a group and yeah, let's start doing this. It just uh, came along a little bit with the time, with some months. So uh, Jonas and I, uh, we were lucky enough to be in the 2019 Youth Leadership Festival, which is a festival that the European Hockey Federation organizes with one or two people per country from from all Europe. And yeah, I met Jonas there, we did a presentation. We were lucky enough to repeat that presentation in front of the EHF General Committee. Uh, it was super great. Then we were again lucky enough to be part of the EHF Youth Panel, which is a panel that tries to promote uh, hockey in youth people, try to promote it in different countries and try to in general give youth a voice. Um, and yeah, that's, that's how, uh, let's say, Jonas and I meet and then I remember in that youth leadership festival, uh, Bernardo from Selfas, Bernardo Fernandez, if you don't know him, the hockey guy, he knows everything, everyone you need to know about hockey. And he contacted me after a few months just to see, since I was in the youth panel, if I could do some edits for him, if I could just uh, get in touch with a few people for a podcast he was doing and edit some videos. And while we were doing that, we were doing also some other personal projects, little thing. And at some point we were talking uh, like now weekly basis. He told me, hey, Sergio, I have this idea about an app that can gather scores, get the news like Bleacher Report, but for hockey, you can get all the information there. So it was like, that's an opportunity. You cannot say no. It was an absolute yes for me. But at the moment, I think it was September, October, I was doing my master's, I had a job, so I didn't have enough time. So since with Jonas, I was in a lot of conversation about, hey, we are are on the EHF youth panel, let's try try to do something, let's try to promote the sport, let's try to to build something. It was like the perfect timing, I was like, Jonas, I got it. I, I got it. So yeah, I contacted Jonas and then Wouter, who was in charge of merchandising for Self-Pass, came along as well. And that's how the four of us came to be. Yeah. Is that, sorry, go on, Jonas. Oh, go, go on, Taff. Go on. I was just going to say, so is, is that basically how, how uh, Bernardo basically got in touch with you as well then? <laughs> no, I got in touch actually through Sergio. Right. Because obviously where Sergio, a lot of discussion in general about the hockey, a bit brainstorming about ideas and things to do. Kind of this idea of, uh, of an app and of maybe what we felt really was missing uh, in hockey kind of came along. And I think the two discussions kind of merged 
if you if you could say so. And yeah, we ended up in the group in a group, the three of us. And after a couple of weeks of brainstorming, thinking how 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 we would approach this, uh, yeah, we then really got started. And uh, Wouter from Southpass joined uh, on board as well. Yeah. And yeah, that's um, that was probably in October, November. Uh, when things really started, so you can say, yeah, things moved relatively quickly. Uh, uh, October last year, 2020. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Right. So yeah. that is pretty. That is pretty quick, really, for yeah. for not being developed and 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 you know getting out there as well. To be honest, yeah. sometimes it takes at least a year or so. That's probably to the credit of uh, Bernardo. If I have to be honest, Bernardo is like uh, is like the char at the front of the team. Yeah, like yeah. getting things to move Bernardo is really actually it was great because we could learn I think I can talk for me and Sergio here could learn a lot about Bernardo he has really that mentality of like pushing striving like really do those things yeah. uh, which was very interesting for us as yeah this was kind of new I think at the beginning also for Sergio and I so yeah you could say that uh, over four months uh, everything has kind of set in motion and uh, went kind of from an idea or more a dream to now yeah something real which of course will develop over time but yeah been a cool journey so far okay yeah that sounds good sounds good so the, the question is what makes you different between um let's say someone like scored or uh world hockey news or whatever what what's 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 different about you guys and and the app as well mm-hmm. i think I think we have looked or we have tried to look at what do we see kind of is the the core problem or when we look at ourselves as as fans or people following hockey, what do we think is the the core problem of this or what do we think makes it so difficult? And yeah, the answer kind of joined to the point that after a weekend, typically when you want to check the scores, it was a matter of hopping between five different platforms or websites. When you wanted to check the news, you were where to go on hockey.nl, which is only in Dutch. And then you had to switch to watch hockey or then even world hockey news. So it was really from this feeling that information is there, but it's really complicated to access or not easy to find, which makes it, we think, very time consuming and maybe frustrating also to be a hockey fan because of this lack of, yeah, not information, but I would say access. Mm. So it was really built kind of from this point that, okay, how can we let's say, make this fan experience a little bit easier. Uh, how can we facilitate that? And yeah, this is how it led to primarily the, the, the scores, I think, was at the core of it. There, there, wasn't yeah, yeah. A hockey dedica- there wasn't a single hockey-dedicated platform uh, providing scores. And yeah, then secondly, we thought of the news, which is, of course, a developing process, and things will move a lot uh, here over the next few months and years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this is the, the starting point. But Sergio probably has something to add. So No, I, I, I would just add, which I think it's also a great differentiating point for us, which is the fresh, creative, young vibe that Selfpass transmits. And that's how they, they have created a hundred plus K followers and they have just a broader audience on, on field hockey. Let's try to build that on a news pieces because usually federations gather some news, they create it, okay, here are some highlights, the, these are the scores for the weekends, or this is the next game, but you're missing probably what NBA has, what NFL has, which is that creative, young aspect of, of the sport. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that. It's quite, it's, a, it's quite a clean app, as in, you know, it's quite user-friendly, as in you can find the information that you want. It's not, you don't have to click 11 different buttons to get to where you want to be anyway. So that's uh, pretty good. 
Okay, so is that why you decided to launch the app now? Because you thought there was something uh, missing with, uh, within the hockey community then? And I'm, I'm presuming this came about from Bernardo anyway. But mm, No, I think the timing also kind of came, I think it came at a good time in terms of, I think all of us had a little bit more time uh, now with, with the pandemic. And obviously the timing of the launch kind of fitted the... Yeah, the timing of hockey coming back, at least for Android. Uh, now with games starting again, and we're seeing now the, yeah, let's say last few rounds of playoff from the major competition in Europe. And obviously we have a busy and actually a quite nice hockey summer coming up. Uh, yeah. So no, I would say for, for the timing, that was it. I think it was great because also Bernardo had a lot of time to allocate to this project due to the pandemic, because obviously Bernardo works as a coach. And uh, yeah, for coaches, I mean, you probably know as well, there was much less going on. So yeah. It, yeah, it allowed the four of us. That's maybe why things went a bit faster as well. And we probably couldn't have gone this fast uh, in a normal time. But yeah, the, the, I think the four of us had a lot of time to dedicate to this over the last few months. So yeah, now we are waiting for the iOS launch, which will be very soon. But yeah. <laughs> Also, you hinted now it's going to be very, very soon. <laughs> a, bit, a bit like the Android out there. When you, when you guys posted about it and people were asking, when's it coming out? It's coming out in a few days. When's it coming out? It's coming out in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw one of the posts on, on, on the social media. So... A few days is two, three, ten, twenty, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you gave people an exact date at the end. end of it anyway, because I think they they were very anticipating something. You know, they were anticipating what this um, club app was going to be about and stuff. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of generate the um, in the excitement. I'm pretty sure that that was your doing then, Sergio, because you're marketing, aren't you? So um, I think you did a good job there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. On one side, it was it was quite easy because hockey is a sport that the four of us, we understand and we know what is missing because we've talked a lot about this. But on the other side, it was like, when do we start uh, on socials? When do we start uh, planning? Because yes, we knew as well as it was going to be soon, but um, we didn't have a specific date for Android, a specific date for iOS that we could play with. So at some points I can understand it, it, it was understandable as a in, in the in the find uh, game, I think someone wrote in socials in the find uh, teasing launch game or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the excitement's there anyway because obviously you got a lot of engagement with with the posts and stuff, and so people were interested in what you what you were you know offering or what you were trying to offer or you know in hinting at offering. Um, have you had much um, uptake on the app or has there been lots of downloads? I, I don't know. I've not actually checked to be honest with you. And have people you know messaged you back saying you know positive things or, or giving you ideas for the future? I mean I'm pr- pretty sure you've got ideas on how to develop the app uh, for the future so we can talk about that in a, in a short while but have people give you suggestions on, on what to do and stuff? Yeah, yeah, without going to specific, but there are currently a couple of people, a couple hundred people browsing through the app and using it daily, so which is good for us. Yeah. Most questions for now still are when is the iOS launch? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we we had feedback, uh, mostly positive feedback, also some questions, uh, mostly of people adding uh, to feature their league and competitions on the yeah. app because obviously we don't have a full uh, global coverage for now. Yeah. So these were these I would say are where the yeah, most questions came about uh, for the moment. And yeah, we, we have a lot of ID for the future. It's mostly to improve first the live score experience 
which is not quite there yet and which is a bit of a challenge due to i would say where hockey is at also mostly at the moment and um yeah then also lots of let's say ideas or let's say plans around the news and the content yeah. that's maybe more for for sergio but yeah we have um, a roadmap at least for the next few months few years of uh, where we want this to go so now it's a matter of uh, yeah implementing those things now it's only the the first version of the app so it's only let's say gonna go up from there and develop from there and even now yeah we keep working on the development side of things so yeah i would say it's a constant ongoing process yeah the, the good thing is that uh, we know where we want to be in two three five years we we know where in hockey we want to be positioned how we want to be seen and we have a lot of ideas because we have other sports that have developed this communication side of the sport and how they want to be seen as a sport as well globally but yeah the good thing is that our mentality is probably always going to be this is just the beginning okay now we got the app how do we get better at gathering news how do we get better at having other competitions live streaming uh, more different types of news so yeah as long as this is always just the beginning we get cool yeah i think it's going to be exciting to see how the uh, app develops and and what sort of features you're going to be bringing in uh, in the future so yeah fingers crossed and, and good luck to you guys um so i think you hinted on this joe uh, jonas about um you know more leagues being added more uh, more things uh, being added to the app and at the moment it's it's mostly like the higher end of the hockey uh, spectrum that basically you you've you've concentrated on which i totally understand and you know people are probably interested in in those bigger clubs at the moment but do you have like plans to actually um, introduce smaller clubs that are division one leagues two three four you know that's that sort of thing i know it might make the app a little bit bigger yeah. <laughs> in, in in that sense with regards to information and and whatever but you have like personal feeds on there at the moment anyway so people can choose what they want to uh, look at or what they don't want to look at really um so tell us whether you have plans to actually include smaller clubs, you know, like where I coach or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the the idea or general vision of or dream about it is that at one stage or one point we would like to come, yeah, we would like to feature and cover all hockey competition worldwide. So it would be youth competition. So we really want to expand the coverage. Now, of course, it's going to be an ongoing process. Now, the first few steps is first to move to a more, let's say, global coverage. Uh, we would like to, for example, uh, US college hockey, we would like the Hockey One League in Australia. So at the moment, we're more working on, let's say, those areas of expanding to let's say more countries first yeah, and yeah. then yeah the, the idea would be to if you can say so kind of move from the the top down so to feature first the second leagues and then feature maybe the youth league or the third league so first we want to expand that coverage and then yeah let's say move can you could say from from the top down yeah yeah. yeah it's 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 gonna be an ongoing process because obviously it's uh, always a lot of work to include a competition uh, to synchronize it let's say automatically with the app yeah. but yeah we we are already starting to work on the next few competitions so um yeah you smile on your face that you yeah, need to be yeah. excited about this yeah I'm, yeah I'm happy but it's, it's always interesting it's it's competition we are not always used to to hear about and and yeah that, that we don't have a place to check yet so yeah we we hope that um yeah for us we're excited about this and um yeah we think it's going to be cool for hockey to to have a place like that where where yeah people at a point we, we want people to have the idea of ah what happened over this weekend uh, in hockey and our app to be 
the go-to place and also that provide this possibility to be able to have this clear overview of, of what happened in hockey over the, the, the last few days. We want to make hockey easy to follow yeah. and more, let's say, accessible and fan-friendly, which it, it is not at the moment. I, su- I suppose um, it, it, it all depends on where you can get this information from. I mean, at the moment, England hockey are transitioning from uh, regional, you know, um, people who, who, who sort of like control it regionally into, into controlling it nationally. So mm-hmm. they're all going from like a, a local sort of like uh, information uh, process to a national information process type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will hopefully help your app in in sense of, um, you know, getting information within with regards to clubs and getting inf- uh, score information and things like that as well. So maybe that will help uh, with your app as well. Sure. Yeah. For us, the the more the information is, let's say, centralized in a couple of places, the yeah. easier it's to access because you need to, let's say, get the information from yeah from less sources. Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely that that will surely help. It's it's also the the challenge at the moment because we yeah when we developed this project we got to learn a lot about yeah the stage of the hockey world and the different people and federation yeah because we let's say provide information that's um, provided on other sources we're very depending on how which format and what the sources of that information we're surprised that actually still a lot of federation um, this information is maybe still manual it's not easy to access so. There's also a lot of, let's say, processes in hockey that need to grow in order for us to be able to, let's say, provide this full coverage of global hockey competitions where it is where we ultimately want to get to. Yeah, I remember in, in September, October, when we first started talking with Bernardo, the three of us, how, how do we do this? Where do we access the information? How we can display it? It was a mess because neither one, like not Jonas, not Bernardo, not even me, we don't have that uh, computing aspect. We don't know enough about it. So we had to do a lot of researching where the, does the information get stored? Does it even get stored somewhere? Does each federation do it manually? Is that technological aspect? Is Where is the problem? Why this as well? Why this doesn't exist? Why has it no one done this before? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we. Um, I think the the reverse stick touched on this sort of uh, statistical mm. information that hockey doesn't actually have. You know, something like the uh, NFL would have uh, that, so on, uh, or the NHL would have in America. You know, all that historical information who scored what goal and when it was scored and what got what competition was played and and things like that and i think that's lacking in in hockey as well so hopefully with the with your rap and and whatever it will hopefully have some sort of historical information that people can search possibly i don't know do you have sort of like plans to uh, have statistical information on the app as well at, at some point Yes, yes. So, yeah, Sergio will probably also complete. But so for now, for mostly, so for now, international hockey is covered live. So we have live game coverage. And for domestic hockey, it's still post-game results. Uh, So this is, let's say, the very basic package, eh, you could say, or very the starting point for us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the idea is to move there. But where you will see this is challenging is even major federations don't directly provide this information yet. Um, I can give you a typical example. Uh, it's okay, it's not a major competition, but for example, in Switzerland, uh, results are provided on the website, but with no more information than who scored the goals and at what time were the goals scored or when was there a card in the game. So 
as long as let's say this information is not provided at nationally or let's say by the federation it's information we won't be able to access or to provide yeah, yeah. so it's really also a matter of hockey developing or growing uh, as a whole uh, which is also one of the goal of our project yeah? we want this in a sense to kind of empower hockey and also maybe yeah kind of give a, yeah a direction or a guideline of where hockey wants to go and also encourage people to yeah to start new things in hockey because you see very few you don't see that many in hockey businesses or entrepreneurial projects you have scored uh, which started a few years ago but they're not that many example or like like scores you, you have in europe and yeah, we would like also to show that, um, yeah, maybe would like this project to encourage people maybe to start different things in hockey and maybe to motivate people or to give people the feel that, ah, it, it is possible to, to do things in hockey and to, to develop this sport from the, let's say, individual side and not always rely on the, the, the federation and the institution of our sport. Cool. So you, we've talked about, um, you know, the, the clubs that are going to be on there, hopefully. And how, how are you planning on developing? Uh, how is the news feed basically um, curated? Uh, where do you get the information from? And are you going to uh, include other sort of like um, platforms that will well, that you could actually access from? Yeah, we have um, we have created a team, let's say specifically for the news department because okay, and on the app it was interesting for us to to people to check at all time possible what is going on with hockey. And maybe on weekends that that's the score because you take what how your team is doing or if your idol scored whatever. But then on a daily basis, what you really check is the news and what gets you engaged in the app is the news and the articles. So on one side we have to create different types of of articles because it cannot be all as serious as it is right now for federations or the information provided, but it cannot always be polemical, edgy, creative and, 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 and new. So on one side is balancing that, but on the other side is trying to, on, with that balance, create a daily basis of news that we can either create from ourselves for, for the things that are missing right now, the communication for the sport, but that we can also gather from other sources. Yeah. Yeah. So to to add on to that, there's let's say two sides to to the news. There's the news we let's say provide from different sources or we display, and there's the news we create, uh, which is the area that's mostly going to develop. Which we really wanted, and maybe that's also a difference with most let's say media outlets currently in hockey that we don't really have that. Um, yeah, maybe you could say political restriction in a sense. So there's really this idea of edgy content, a little bit pushy sometimes, a little bit more what's happening behind hockey, maybe in the locker room. So really close to the players. And obviously with Selfass and Bernardo, we have very good links and we're very close to many players in hockey. So there's really also that that wheel and ID or the wheel behind the news is, okay, we want to display some of the information that's what's happening in hockey today, but we really want also to provide, let's say, a little bit more exciting content or juicy content that hockey is missing at the moment it's still very stiff the the news in hockey currently you could say very institutional still that's of course uh, we federation it's not a critic to current news outlets of course but we we thought or the idea our news team is really working and of course that's there's going to be more and more in the coming weeks months on that let's say edgy and let's say unusual content that we doesn't exist yet in hockey okay I look forward to that. Some insider information and all that stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so you've got a news team. So tell me, um, is there um, like 
how many how many in that news team or you don't have to say if you don't want to disclose how many people you got <laughs> now currently we are we have uh sarah uh, sarah campion who uh, jonas and i know from the ehf youth panel as well so it's a european team there um but we have sarah kind of managing the content creation how everything gets done and then uh an important well, we have Tyron, Tyron Barnard uh, from South Africa, which is a really great add-on to the team in terms of content creation. But then an important part for us, of course, is social media, content creation, and on all the visuals. So for that, we have uh, Jonas, who is a master on creating visuals. We have me, which I, I, I do what I can as well. Like Sarah is doing an amazing job on that. Then we have some outsourced uh, visual for some effects or more professional. So let's say we have some people fixed in the team, and then yeah. we, when we want something to be really special, we we go for it. Okay, all right. Yeah, sounds interesting. I think it's going to only develop as, isn't it? I mean, you know, you you may have a small news team, which is only what you need at the moment, but it will expand. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, I'm quite excited about that. Um, so. With regards to that and your and your and your like let's say smaller team at the moment because it's only obviously just developing anyway right um, and it and it expanding out to you know you might have an international uh, headquarters at some point or whatever in the future um, how do you plan to kind of sustain the platform um, with regards to you know uh, I don't know do, do you plan to actually uh, add adverts in there or or create revenue in, in some uh, some sort of other way because at the moment. It's small. I mean, you know, relatively yeah. small, I'd, I'd say. Um, but it obviously can and will hopefully grow um, as time goes on. So what's the idea for, you know, sustaining the uh, the app as well? I, I, I saw that you've got a shop in, on the app as well, but there's actually nothing there at the moment. So what's the development for that as well? Yeah, we, we were lucky enough that Jonas, me and even Bernardo and Sarah will have kind of a, an administration point of view sometimes we try to be, be creative young innovative but sometimes when we have to we we keep the feet on the ground so so we actually have a, a, a plan that Jonas kind of, of did himself and on one side we have the sub that you were talking about we are lucky that we have some of the most important brands in the game with us so if you check the app, we have GDH, we have Jamie Dwyer himself, uh, we have Naked, which is most of the fresh, cool brands in the market. We have Ritual, we have Adidas, Ovo, Malik, so a lot of cool, cool uh, brands in the sport. And the idea is to create a, a shop in which you can shop almost anything you can from the coolest brands in the sport and then yes we're going to implement some ads so as well is something that we are cautious about and we're going to try to keep it as user friendly as possible um but yeah we we know it's 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 a it's an important point to to have a financial uh, sustainability at at some point and from months and months and it will continue for for months we'll we all have been doing this on a voluntary basis because it's something that we love and uh, 
and the money we 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 get is always to to cover all the costs, the expenses, and the people we work with. Yeah, there's also that that idea that maybe in hockey it's a lot of a, a volunteer sport. I think we've all in hockey done things voluntarily and and help develop things and projects. Would it be coaching or volunteering at events or at clubs? And that's also a, an ambition of this project to to make this something professional. That kind of to show that yes, um, in hockey it's a sport where there's the perception still when we do something we do it out, out of our still good heart and we want to do things well. But we also want to prove and we believe it's important for hockey also to, to kind of make that step at some point to let's say a more professional environment as a whole, do we, regardless of if we talk about players or if we talk about the people working behind hockey. So it's also an ambition. We we have yeah, we have a clear plan, as Sergio mentioned, with advertising on one side and the shop on the other, which the shop's gonna come out this summer. So I'm not going to give out an exact date yet, but <laughs> there's that little, you know, hook for the, uh, yeah, it's going to come out in the summer, but no dates just yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, look, uh, I think it's going to work out all right at the end. I think people um, are anticipating a lot of lot of things coming out in the app anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you haven't said that the shop's going to be out in summer, so that's this is a bit of an exclusive for us, anyway. So it, <laughs> yeah. is. it is. You may you may get some people on social media saying, "Okay, you said summer, so let's have a date then." <laughs> <laughs> it will come out in summer. It will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it sounds like um, you got a uh, you got a good uh, sort of like a fixed plan on on how things are going to develop and. Um, what what with regards to you've you've got like um clubs on there and you've got um you know um scores on there and and also information about tournaments you've got news feeds as well you've got people obviously using your app as well uh you've got players using your app you've got coaches using your app at the moment are you planning on including those as a as a searchable thing and and people connecting that way yeah we would like at some point to empower players uh, let's say in the first stage uh, more than they currently are. We believe that's maybe one thing if we have to look at American sports, what they do really well is they put the player at the center, but they build identity around around players and empower players. We would like to display more about players. In the first stage, it's going to be more about stories, about opinions of players, interviews, discussions with them, like unusual discussions as well. Now, there's going to be a lot of, let's say, also controversial discussions with the players. So this is, let's say, the first aspect that we want to cover. At some stage, we would like to hear also more from the people from the sports, be it coaches, empires. We'd like really to have discussions or let's say show and unveil the story in hockey that everyone's kind of craving to tell and craving to hear that we that we don't see at the moment because it's something that currently doesn't exist. So yeah, there, there is this idea of, again, in a sense, it joins with what you said before with statistics and everything. And this, of course, is going to be kind of in the longer term in the future. But you're going to hear a lot about players and people in the sports on our app. Yeah, there's there's already stories to be told. Like uh, you have Ambre telling us amazing stories. We have Felix Denayer, Jamie Dwyer, and, and not even top players. We have players that you may not recognize on a, on a daily basis, but they have amazing stories, amazing insights. And yeah, the platform is there now to empower them, to empower the sport and to give them a voice as well cool um so you're talking about uh, controversial uh, <laughs> or, or even you know edgy mm-hmm. sort of like content what's what sort of what sort of uh, things are you thinking about on, on on that 
Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot going on in hockey, but it, I think it's things a lot of people don't talk about. I, I don't want to go in too much detail on, let's say, areas or subjects. Uh, yeah, yeah. Touch, but what's been really interesting is when we got in touch with players and, yeah, with, let's say, some unusual or non-traditional, let's say, questions, you could say from, from let's say, a media point of view, is that players actually were craving for it. So we had very positive reactions in return for player and yeah, we had kind of answers to questions that we kind of never expected to have. Like players yeah. really opened themselves to those discussions, which yeah, we believe is fantastic. So it, yeah. it shows that also from the, the player side, the, the people in the game, there is a will and a need to move into something like this, where they're put more in the center. And let's say that less informational news, but that more really those real insights that that yeah that that are what people want today and that are what we see in other sports but where hockey hasn't really made that step yet so yeah we've had fantastic responses from yeah players in the game and the the, the people around us and yeah, yeah um, we're, gonna, we're gonna build from there yeah the thing is that if even players that are the people that should be even maybe concerned about what kind of questions are these you really want me these to 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 answer are the ones craving for it and craving for for the attention and the space to to tell different stories and in a different way the fans are going to be the same way because you have it in all different sports in america but also in europe and there's not a space to 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 tell that stories and maybe as a fan you're surprised at the first time like oh this is hockey like this type of content is, is hockey i didn't expect this but you'll get used to it because it's you don't know that you want it until you have it okay um, I look forward to uh, seeing that content as well. Um, okay, so now you've like got an app at the moment, so you launched an app, uh, um, and do you plan to actually do a website as well? Have you got um, things that you're going to be a bit mirroring? I'm presuming you've got plans for the future, but ha- um, is that going to happen anytime soon, or is that another, it's coming in the summer, or it's coming in 2022, or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, no, people today usually, there, there was this question in the first stage, so do we want it to be a website or do we want to be an app? And after researching and looking into these people today, let's say use more content or check more content, it, it, it made more sense in the first stage to, to create an app. And now, obviously now in these first few months, um, yeah, you want to gather as many people as possible to the app, we want people to get used to using the app. There's going to be in the long term a web version of our app where you can check the scores and yeah, where you will have the same functionalities on the web. But for now, it didn't make sense for us. It's because we want people to get used to, to having this app. Now we are an app for the moment. Yeah, It's going to be something in the longer term, of course, that we will need. Um, so, yeah, but for now, it's let's say it didn't make sense for us to have a website as well. Yeah, Clubhouse Hockey as a whole is not only an app, it is now, but we are a project that tries to bring a little bit of evolution and revolution to hockey to bring aspects of communication and marketing that has never been seen before in, in the sport. But currently we are not. This is the Clubhouse, Clubhouse Hockey app, and you'll, you'll see more over the few, the few, the next few months and years. Cool, cool. So no plans for the near future for 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 a website yet, but um, but the, hopefully it will be coming out. Um, okay, sounds good. I mean, I don't know what else to ask you guys. I mean, I, I, um, I think we've covered a, a lot of things, uh, haven't we? Um, I'm just trying to think. Um, I don't think I've got anything. 
unless you've got anything uh, you know passionate to add to uh, what uh, what we've been discussing no I, I mean about the app about the app i would say in general no just that yeah this this is the beginning really of, of this app this is what's let's say what we started with and that's yeah it, it's from then now it's really a growing or let's say moving process more content more people more scores more a shop with more brands involved and that's yeah really also something we cherish about the project is the relationship we have with those brands which is we're working very closely with them so no i think uh, yeah yeah we love doing this now we're very happy to to have it out there uh, we're looking forward first to the ios launch which is let's say the next um yeah big moment for the app because people in europe are obviously using more of ios or let's say we're more ios people than android people uh, yeah yeah yeah, in, in hockey as well. So yeah, no, we're looking forward to that. We're excited about the future, and um, yeah, that's that's a, that's that's a question. You've just talked about iOS and uh, Android. Now, why <laughs> did you decide? I mean, a lot of people, a lot of companies out yeah. there, a lot, and it's frustrating for me as an Android user, right? Because <laughs> oh. I've always I've always been an Android user. I, I don't use uh, iOS that much. I mean, we do have an iPad, unfortunately, but we I use that for business anyway. Um, so. Why go the Android route and not the iOS route? You know, and I think it's frustrating for the iOS people, which is brilliant to see, um, because you know they're always the first to get it usually. So yeah, why, the, why Android? The, go on. The, the project is about empowering people, empowering voices that never has been seen before, that never you would have never heard. We're something different. We try to prove that also on marketing. Yeah. So yeah, at some point we we've had to decide internally and we said let's go with android first yeah. let's uh, let's make android great again maga <laughs> honestly i think that was uh, quite a good choice uh, in in terms of you know uh, I, I appreciate that you know ios is out there and, and has a, a big chunk of the market kind of thing um yeah. but there's a lot more android phones out there than there are ios phones you know or, or apple phones should we say um so going that route you you probably have targeted a bigger uh, group of people who use Android phones than opposed to uh, uh, you know iOS phones anyway. So um, actually, yeah, there, was, see- there was there a, was a funny a funny thing about when we decided to do Android and iOS, which <laughs> is uh, that we decided to do Android first and then iOS coming in May. We didn't say a specific date. Yeah. And after four days that we decided and we posted that we're gonna do coming in May, arriving on May for iOS. Apple did the Apple event, uh, the Spring Loaded, uh, now in, in the spring, uh, with new products, with the new iMac, iPad Pro, etc. And I, w- I remember that I was in class watching the, the live stream of the Apple event, and I, start, I started seeing uh, iPad Pro coming in May, uh, new iMac coming in May, new Apple TV coming in May. So it was like, well, Clubhouse Hockey is also coming in May, so let's make a post about it. <laughs> Brilliant. No, I think you know, like I said, yeah, and and you you want to be different, and you you certainly have been different with regards to launching on uh, Android rather than uh, iOS. So yeah, good on you guys, honestly. Yeah, I was quite I was quite happy that it came out on Android first, uh, even though some iOS people were not that happy about it, uh, and they're still waiting, which is great. Um, I'd like them to wait a little bit longer. So can we delay the iOS app a little bit? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, well, guys, um, I don't think I've got any more questions, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and it's been very interesting talking to you and, and, and listening to your talk on, on how the Clubhouse app will be. Uh, app, sorry, Clubhouse 
app we'll be developing um, for the future. And I look forward to finding out uh, and seeing more fe- uh, features on there. Absolutely. Um, thanks for thanks for your time. It, it really was a pleasure speaking to both of you, Sergio and Jonas, um, and getting to find out who was behind Clubhouse app. And hopefully the listeners will now know who it is. The driving force, obviously, is Bernardo, but you guys have done the, most of the legwork kind of thing. Um, and good luck to you. Yeah, thank you. you. If, if I can just add uh, one thing, I, I just uh, for the listeners, viewers out there, I remember when I was younger, uh, being involved with the sport was either playing or coaching kids, yeah. and that was kind of it. And from the last few years, I've seen that there's more things you can do. There's there's the European Youth Panel, for example. You can get in touch with the federation. There's more ways you can improve and being involved with the sport. There's a individual and more like entrepreneurial projects like this one we're building. So yeah, if you love something, you will get away of trying to improve it while you're loving it. So that's great that we are part of this. Definitely. That's that's basically why why I started um, you know, the hockey family, because you know, like you guys, I'm just a volunteer. Uh, spend most of my money on uh, you know the, the hockey family and talk hockey radio and things like that. Um so yeah, that's that's something that I wanted to do and and give back to the sport that I so love as well. So um yeah, if there's people out there, you know, get in touch with the you guys and maybe us as well. If you want to get involved in 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 stuff, I'm sure we can give you some advice. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, there's lots of um, you know uh, new social media pla- um, profiles, so like popping up now every every so often, doing very similar things. So, but you know that's because they love it and uh, they want to show that they love that um, love our sport. Um, but yeah, well, um, have you got anything else to add, Jonas? No, I think it's great. Also, great what you do. I think it's really cool because hockey is able to live because so many people are just investing so much time and energy and money in it and not getting, let's say, anything directly out of this. And yeah, it's making the sport live and it's giving life and something different. And yeah, I think it's something special about the hockey that you maybe don't see as much uh, in other sports. It's maybe also because yeah hockey hasn't really made that professional step yet but i think it's really cool to see that uh, we have a sport with so many great people that are engaged in it around i'd say around the world and europe in general so i think yeah it, it, it's really cool i think it's a really cool thing uh, that we, that we have that in hockey i think it's special uh, it's something yeah to cherish mm-hmm. so yeah no I, it's great for for us uh, no again i'm really happy um thanks for having us oh, yeah enjoyed talking about uh, about clubhouse and hockey in general so yeah thanks for maybe, that maybe we can do a follow-up interview in let's say a few months time when you know you have some more features maybe um, i don't know what what the plan is for yeah. your timeline to to create more features let's let's have you back on again now that we know who you are yeah um, second part of the interview coming soon as well coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah part two coming soon yeah <laughs> we won't tell you when <laughs> Oh, sure. Thank- yeah, of course. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much for your time, boys. Uh, it's really uh, a pleasure having you on here, and hopefully the the listeners have uh, some sort of insight on, on how, how the app started, what's going to happen with the app, and what's to come. And yeah, I love it. Thank you for uh, for uh, agreeing to come on here. Really Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you for the project that you're doing and all the work. Amazing. Oh, thanks. We all we all do our part. We all do our part. It's all yeah. small, but you know. I think uh, uh, together we, we, as my phrase is with the hockey family, together we're stronger, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Stronger yeah, together. Are, yeah. That's my tagline, basically. <laughs> Thank you again. Take care. Thank you, Daft. Thank you. Bye-bye.